If you could have one wish. In today's message from Grace, Pastor Bruce Gellhorn asks the question, If you could have one wish, what would it be? What would your choice be? Let's listen. The Bible is composed of a lot of different kinds of literature. There's history, there's metaphor, stories about people's lives and lives of faith, and parts of the Bible are also wisdom literature, which is the case in point with our first reading today. Last week, this week, and next week, we are reading from the Old Testament book of Proverbs. This book was, came together around 950 B.C., and this book of Proverbs contains no doctrine, no prophecy. It is a collection of wisdom literature trying to apply the wisdom of the day, divine wisdom, to their lives. Last week, we heard Solomon in this book say, a good name is more important than gold or silver. Today, we hear Solomon calling us to choose wisdom. Choose wisdom. And what is this wisdom? None other than knowing the Lord. Let us listen. A reading from Proverbs. Wisdom cries out in the street. In the squares, she raises her voice. At the busiest corner, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing, and fools hate knowledge? Give heed to my reproof. I will pour out my thoughts to you. I will make my words known to you, because I have called you and you refused, have stretched out my hand and no one heeded, and because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when panic strikes you, when panic strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call upon me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, would have none of my counsel, and despised all my reproof. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their way and be sated with their own devices. For waywardness kills the simple, and the complacency of fools destroys them. But those who listen to me will be secure and will live at ease without dread of disaster. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks Thanks be to God. Our second reading is from the book of James, and we will read from this book for the next two weeks. Luther did not like this book, and he questioned why it was even in the Bible. The reason was that for Luther, it was all about grace. Grace upon grace upon grace, the grace of God that saves us. And he felt this book was a little too works-oriented. But the basic idea in this book is that faith 
should live itself out in the world in which we live in works. It doesn't argue against faith, but it argues for a faith that is active in love. What you will hear today is a clear call to keep our tongue, that little muscle inside our mouth, to keep our tongues in check. Because the same mouth can bring blessings and curses. The question is, do our words build up or do they tear down? And in this day and age, we need to take it one step further beyond our tongue. Do our words on Facebook, do our words on Twitter and other electronic media build up? Or do they tear down? Let us listen. A reading from James. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers and sisters, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For all of us make many mistakes. Anyone who makes no mistakes in speaking is perfect, able to keep the whole body in check with a bridle. If we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we guide their whole bodies. Or look at chips, though they are so large that it takes strong winds to drive them, yet they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great exploits. How great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire. And the tongue is a fire. The tongue is placed among our members as a world of iniquity. It stains the whole body, sets on fire the cycle of nature, and is itself set on fire by hell. For every species of beast and burden of bird, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by the human species. But no one can tame the tongue, a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord and Father, and with it we curse those who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth the same op- from the same opening both fresh and brackish water? Can a fig tree, my brothers and sisters, yield olives, or a grapevine figs, No more can salt water yield fresh. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. The Holy Gospel according to the 8th chapter of St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi, and on the way he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist, and others, Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But Jesus asked them, Who do you say that I am? And Peter answered, You are the Messiah. And Jesus sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. And then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering, be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, 
and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, Jesus rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things but on human things. And he called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angel. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Once upon a time, there were three shipwrecked travelers stranded on an island. They had been stranded there for many months. They were hungry, and they were totally tired of eating coconuts and bananas. And one day, uh, in the ocean, along bobs a little bottle. So one of them swims out, retrieves the bottle, and brings it back. Well, the bottle has a cork on top. So they take the cork off, and whoosh, out comes a genie. And the genie said, thank you for releasing me from my prison. I was entombed in there for over a thousand years. For releasing me, there's three of you. I will grant each of you one wish. So the genie goes to the first, and the first says, you know, one of the things I missed most was sitting on our deck at home and, and having breakfast with my family. So, whew. There they are, they're back home, on their deck, beautiful sunny day, having breakfast with their family. She goes to the second person, the second person says, you know, I had this group that I golfed with every week, and I've really missed golfing with them. Whoosh! So there they are, they're with their golfing friends, beautiful course, nice green fairway, sunny day. Then goes to the third one, and the third one says, well, you know, I don't really have a family, and I didn't golf um, I was a little bit introverted. I didn't have a lot of friends, and I made good friends with those two that were here. I wish we could have stayed together forever. Whoosh! And all three of them were back on a beach. What would you wish for? Would you wish for a long life? Would you wish to win the lottery? Would you wish for fame? Would you wish... For the impossible, for the bombers to win the Great Cup? <laughs> in Second Chronicles, in the Old Testament, in chapter 2, God comes to Solomon, who is the author of Proverbs, the king who followed King David, and God says, God appears to Solomon at night, ask 
for what you want me to give you? And Solomon replies, Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead this people for who is able to govern this great people of yours. Now, most illustrations and examples break down. And that is the case with the joke I told you. Hopefully you realize it was a joke about the genie. But God is not a genie in a bottle, okay? God doesn't pop out of a bottle granting us wishes. It breaks down there. But the point is the wish. What would you wish for? And the point is that Solomon wished for wisdom. Wisdom. There's a very famous story about Solomon and how he shared that wisdom in the Old Testament. Anybody know it? Come on, tell me. Yeah, Kai, the baby. There's these two women. They've each had a baby, and tragedy upon tragedy, one woman's baby has died, and so each woman claims the other baby is theirs. So how is Solomon going to figure out whose baby it is? So he says, I know, I'll cut the baby in half. And the one woman says, no, no way. Let the other one have the baby. Let her raise it. I don't need the baby. And the other one says, no, cut it in half. And Solomon knows who the mother is. The one who says, no, let her have it. Wisdom. Wisdom story. Solomon wished for wisdom. In our reading today, wisdom is at the gate of the city saying, listen, listen. And in the words that precede our reading today and in our words today, reading today, wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord. It doesn't mean to be afraid of God. It means to know God, to be a God-fearing person. That's wisdom. Knowledge. How many of you have a smartphone? You know how much knowledge we have at our fingertips? I know when we gather with friends for dinner, sometimes it's changed over the years. Before, when, oh, I can't remember what, when that team won the Grey Cup. Siri, when did... <laughs> Boom, it's right there. Knowledge. At our fingertips. Complete libraries on the internet at our fingertips. Through our smartphone. That's knowledge. But wisdom... Wisdom is a little different than knowledge. Wisdom is knowing what's going on. Wisdom is knowing yourself, being self-aware, knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are, where you have clay feet. Wisdom is knowing how things work, and more than just knowing how your TV works, but knowing how the stuff of life works. Wisdom, according to Solomon, is knowing the Lord. Knowing the Lord. Wisdom is knowing that God created the heavens and the earth. Wisdom is knowing that we humans are broken and we mess up. And wisdom is knowing that beyond that, there's God's love and forgiveness and grace upon grace upon grace. Restoration and forgiveness and the love of God. Knowledge is about facts and ideas, that which we acquire through study. But wisdom 
is the ability to discern and judge which aspects of that knowledge is true and right and lasting and which we want to apply to our lives. This past week, uh, in the Eternity for Today devotional booklet, on Wednesday, the person writing the devotions wrote about this text that we're hearing today. And they ended their write-up with these words. We should do what is right, not out of fear of punishment or shame, but because we love and care about those around us. Now, is that not true wisdom? We do what is right, not because we're afraid that God's going to punish us, but because we love and care about those around us. That is true wisdom. I am glad you have come here today. This is not the only place, and this is not the only time that you can come to know God, because God is everywhere. But your presence here today says that you seek to know God, and that is true wisdom. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to A Message of Grace. If you would like more information on our congregation and how we can be of service to you, please visit our website at www.gracelutheran.ca or check us out on Facebook. Peace be with you.